No rational person would do as you have done. Explain yourself. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Connect the Dots on the Posted Up Network. My name, yes, my name, Kyle Bowen. That's K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. And this right here is a podcast about a playlist. Yes, a playlist. I'm going to say that again, a podcast about a playlist. Now, if, if you're new to the program, you're probably thinking, what a waste of time. What's going on here? You got nothing else to talk about? Well, let me tell you something, brother or, or sister. This is a special playlist. It's the Posted Up playlist. It's been around for a long time, and it's been updating every Sunday with 22 songs. Now, how long? Yes, how long has this playlist been around? 222 weeks. Yes, it is now updated for 222 consecutive weeks. That is special. Just look at that number. Look how beautiful that number is. It lines up with the 22 songs that are on the list every Sunday. So you know, yes, you know we had to do something special. So on today's episode and on this week's playlist, you are getting the the rundown of the top 22 songs. Yes, the top 22 songs of all time that don't involve Drake. I've repeated myself a lot during this intro that that's how special it is. So I'm going to say that again, okay? The top 22 songs of all time without Drake are on the posted up playlist right now. And are about to be talked about on this episode of Connect the Dots. This is special, okay? Do we have a round of applause? No, that's the only button we have. Let's go down the list. And and you know, this is Connect the Dots. We do things differently. We're going to start from the top. Yes. Start from the top, number one, all the way down to 22. Let's go. Let's have some fun. Let's have a conversation. And if you stick around till the end, we're going to ask myself. Well, I guess I'm going to ask myself. A couple questions about why, yes, why I do this. Why do I make playlists? Why? We'll get to that at the end. Let's start with the list, okay? Enough talking. Okay, the intro is too long. What's at number one? At number one, we got Skeletons by Travis Scott off of the greatest project that I have ever heard in my life, Astroworld. Now, now what does that say? about my my education in the world of music. Well, it does tell you I don't know much. Maybe, possibly. I've only been listening to music for, for what, six years? Only been making playlists for, what, just over four? So, So I'm no master at this. But I've listened to a lot of music, and nothing impacts my day, my life, more than Astroworld. It's unique. It takes you places. Skeletons, this song, it, it takes me to a lot of places. It sounds like no other song. Now, now, we don't even have to go into the details of what this song is about. The poetry behind it. The range, the cadences. Let's just go into this. Look who worked on this song. And this is why it's number one, okay? We got Travis Scott. We got Mike Dean. We got The Weeknd. We got Kanye West. We got Kevin Parker. We got Pharrell Williams. And we got Renee Fisk. Now, I'll be honest. Or is that Renee Fisk? I, I don't know. I'll be honest. Okay, honest person, honest podcast, Kyle Bowen. I don't know who Renee Fisk is. 
but I know the rest. And that's talent. You're obviously going to get something great. You're obviously going to get something phenomenal. That's the right word, phenomenal. We're talking about the top 22 songs of all time without Drake. These are bangers. This may be the best list I've ever created. It has to be, right? It has to be. Let's keep it going. Number two, we got Guilty Conscience by 070 Shake. Now, this is off the project Modus Vivendi or Vivendi. And this song is the only song on this list that stems from the year 2020. And that's not a knock on 2020. I do believe. I do believe we've gotten some really, really good music this year. And if you just look at the top, right? The all-stars. Look at what The Weeknd gave us. Look at what Party Next Door gave us. We've gotten great music. But for some reason, it hasn't connected with me enough for, for me to say I have found favorites. Or, or songs that would be worthy to be on this top 22. Other than music from Modus Vivendi and 070 Shake. Now, Guilty Conscience, the poetry in the song it is beautiful. The storytelling it is, is fluid. And her vocal performance, again, it takes you places. In fact, I would compare skeletons in this song to each other. And maybe that's why they're so high on this list. Now, let's take it back to 070 Shake. I already told you I haven't been listening to music for a long time. But around around 2015, early 2016, 070 Shake came, came on my radar. Somehow, some way. And she was one of the first artists that... At the time, was low-key that, that I was making sure everyone was listening to. And, and to see how far her career has gone since and the way that she's been able to pave her own path and do it her own way and get to the places that she's wanted to be is, is beautiful. And the potential for her is limitless. It really is. It really is. There aren't many musicians in the world that I get up for that are not named 070 Shake. That's just a fact. She dropped something. I'm listening to it right away. She cares. She really cares. And everything she drops, it's worth a listen. If you haven't heard about her yet, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Okay? I don't know what the fuck you're doing. But you know in this thing called life, you got chances to rebound. So go do yourself a favor. Go listen to this project. I believe it's her first album. We all waited for it. We all waited for it, and it was worth the wait. Hell yeah, worth the wait. 070 Shake, Guilty Conscience at number two on the top 22 without Drake. Number three, speaking about caring about music, we got Kendrick Lamar with Yeah off the Project Damn 2017, a, a really strong year for music. It really was. And Kendrick, yo, he, he, can, he can do so, so many things. He, turn, he turns on a dime. He's so technically sound. You want to talk about a, a musician that doesn't waste one bar. He never wastes a bar. On this whole project, I, I feel as if he never wasted one bar. And it doesn't matter which order you listen, listen to the project in, whether it be in reverse or, or from top to bottom. The song, yeah, serves a purpose. It really does. I'll spill some knowledge for you, okay? In fact, I'll lead you into the direction where you can find the knowledge yourself. 
There's a there's a podcast out there called Dissect, I believe, and they break down damn. It, it is so well done. It, it's a bit boring, a bit dry, but nonetheless, it is so well done. It really really paints the picture and, and has you understanding the project more and more. And let's be honest, let's be real. Damn, it, it's it's timeless. It, it's timeless. You, you know, if you're ever lacking inspiration. Because that's what music is, right? It's just little pockets of inspiration. A three-minute song can inspire you to do to do a lot. Whether it be towards your work, whether it be to dance, whether it be to call your ex. It could do, it could do so many things. And if you're seeking any form of inspiration, any motive, go back to Dan. Go back to Kendrick Lamar. Go back to Yeah. And Yeah is at number three on this list. At number four, we got Pick Up the Phone by Young Thug, Travis Scott, and Quavo. <laughs> this song right here, this shit slaps. And it'll continue to slap. Okay? I know I'm getting old. I know I'm getting old. We talked about it earlier, right? 2020, I only have one song on this list. That's just proof that I'm getting old. Maybe I just don't know what's, what slaps now. But I do know that this song right here, Pick Up The Phone, will, will slap forever. Okay, it'll slap forever. This song also was number one. Yes, number one for a long time. A long time in the bank. I think I've tweeted about this song being the best song of all time on numerous occasions. But I guess age and time ha- has made me more boring. And, and this song has this song has fallen down the depth chart, but still is at number four. Now, who has the best verse on this song? Is it Young Thug or Quavo? I, I think by a landslide, even though Quavo does it more, more with simplicity, he doesn't really he doesn't really go outside the box, but he just has the more uh, effective verse. It's a lot of fun. This whole song is a lot of fun. And the production. Who, who produced this song? This is a beautiful song. I remember the first time I listened to this song. Who Who is this? Vinyls and Frank Dukes. There you go. I remember dropping my sister to school when this song came out. And I just listened to it for 30 minutes straight. 30 minutes straight. You got Travis Scott. You got Young Thug. You got Quavo. You listen to the song once. You want more from that trio. You really do. Pick up the phone at number four. At number five, we got the best song. Of 2017, Live Up To My Name by Baka Not Nice. But let's talk about poetry, right? And its relationship with this song. This this song is completely written in metaphors. Especially to those, including myself, who can't relate or can't connect to, to anything he's saying. Okay, Baka lives a different life than Kyle Bowen. K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. Yet I got to respect the fact that he, once again, he was able to write this whole song in metaphors, pretty much, and do such an effective job. On top of that, we've heard about Baca for a long time through, through Drake's music. The hype was at a high by the time this guy came out onto the scene. And for him to step up to the plate and hit a grand slam, you're damn right this, this guy deserves to be on the list. What a song. What a song. Never gets Never gets old. Holds a lot of repeat value. Takes you to a place for me. It takes me back to 2017. A different time in life. A lot of drinking. A lot of partying. And a lot of listening to this song. 
energy, man. Isn't that isn't that so interesting? How you can't, re- you don't have to relate to a song to appreciate the greatness behind it, and it really comes down to the writing. Yes, the writing. You can listen to a song that's eight out of ten, right? The melody's there, the production's there, and there are a lot of songs that are in that range: seven point five to eight out of ten, eight point five out of ten. But when it's so it's so well written. That's when a song really becomes great. And that really is a common theme throughout this list. It has to be. Because we're talking about the best 22 that don't involve Drake. So the writing has to be phenomenal. All right, we're, we're breaking now 22 songs out of out of what? 4,000 plus? Because this playlist, it's been updating with 22 every Sunday for 222 consecutive weeks. You're damn right, these songs are phenomenal. And if a song is phenomenal, once again, it has to be well written. Baka, thank you. Thank you for this jam, yo. Thank you for this jam. I'm so happy this song still fits in my top five. It works, yo. It works. Baka not nice. Live up to my name. At number six, we got 20 Freestyle by Sharuk. Production by Coltar Got Bounced. I, I wonder if this song would have been higher if 2020 wasn't so bizarre. There aren't really a lot of moments to enjoy this song. It was written in 2019 and put out in 2019. And it was basically foreshadowing a great 2020 for the listener. And the writing, it's so it's so different. The cadence, it's so different. It really is. The, the performance. And just having this song obviously come from the city, it, it it's different. Okay, for someone who, you know, seeks inspiration, seeks influence... To get that from somebody or somebody's in your region, that's a powerful thing. It really is. That's your people doing phenomenal things. That, that's a different type of energy. Vancouver, Vancouver. Okay, you think this is the only Vancouver song on the list? We'll find out. Let's carry on. At number seven, we got Can't Say by Travis Scott. And Don Tolliver, this song is perfect. Pretty much 10 out of 10. It was with the homie. And we talked about it, right? I'm breaking down the list. It was at it was at 50 songs, and we're taking songs out. And I brought up I brought up Butterfly Effect. I brought up Can't Say. And I told the homie, we, we gotta get rid of one of these, right? They both can't be on here. There's not enough room for both. And we listen to both songs, and don't get me wrong, Butterfly Effect is a great song. It's powerful. It holds a moment, again, in my life. But Can't Say is way, way beyond that track. It really is. Travis Scott performs so well. So well. Brings the song to an A level. And here comes Don Tolliver doing what he does. And by far and away... Is the better artist on this song. Somehow, some way, in some fashion, he found a way to do so. And it's marvelous. It's marvelous. The way he switches flows, the way he he takes his voices up there and down there. It's just it's something else. It's something else. Don Tol- Don Tolliver, right? He's elite. He he's the future. Well, part of it. Can't say off of Astro World. Okay. It had to make the list. It had to make the list. Is it the last song off of Astroworld? <laughs> Who knows? 
Who knows? Keep on listening. After that, we got Same Old Mistakes by Rihanna off of quite possibly one of my favorite projects of all time. Now, can I just read you the credits too? Can, can we keep it short here? Keep it short here, okay? Say this. If Rihanna and Tame Impala, a.k.a. Kevin Parker, are collabing on a song, what else do you think is going to happen? They are obviously going to create, yes, create the, the, the perfect song. Rihanna, I, I didn't even know she was capable of doing something like this. This song is powerful, man. I, I remember showing this to, uh, to our shipper and receiver at work way back when. And he couldn't stop playing it for, for what sounded like a year. I, I'm being serious. If you haven't heard the song, do yourself a favor, okay? It, it is so beautiful. It, it is so warranted a spot on this list. After that, we got Disco Eyes by Manila Gray. And we talked about it earlier, right? The, the influence and the inspiration that you can get from someone or, again, a group of people, in this case, doing phenomenal things in your region, a.k.a. your people. When I heard Disco Eyes for the first time, the, the first thing that came to my mind was how the fuck was this created in our hometown? How? 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 Doesn't make sense. But since it was reality, it, it gives people hope. If they can make something like this, where I'm from, I'm doing something great too. Now, disco-wise, it, it is so unique, the song itself, the way it starts. Songs, songs are, not, are not supposed to start like that. They're not. Disco-wise, what is that? What does that even mean? Nico on the verses. Bars, yo. Bars. A lot of dirty talk. Let, let's be real. But it works. It works because we're talking about disco-wise. Go learn about the song. Figure it out for yourself. And when you figure it out, you, you, you understand that, okay, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. This term disco-wise. But it's, but it's extremely relevant, right? We've been there. We've done that. We've all had disco-wise. Hey, shout out to Azel too. The production on this, The Wizard, that shit's crazy, yo. That shit's crazy. Manila Gray, doing a lot, doing a lot, been doing a lot for a long time. And again, just, just supplying the inspiration for the city. Let's be honest. Let's be real. At number 10, we got Amy Winehouse with Stronger Than Me. This is off of the, the motion picture album from Amy, a, a documentary that I saw on Netflix way back when. And it really did change. It changed my life. It really did. It made me appreciate music way, way more simply because of the talent level that Amy Winehouse possessed. You can even take it a step further. How was she able to produce such high quality slash perfect music all while going through hell? Straight up, go watch Amy. It is, it is tragic and beautiful, but tragic, but once again, beautiful. Stronger than me. It's got that, that jazz influence, obviously. Sounds a little, 
a, a little R&B-ish. Now, if she heard that, she'd probably be pissed off. Again, watch, watch the documentary, Amy. Her, her character, her persona is so unique. Her voice, so powerful. This song. This song, perfect, too. We're talking about the top 22 of all time without Drake. Of course. Of course it's perfect, okay? Let's keep it going. At number 11, we got You Got It by Vori. The writing is, is brilliant. Vori is, is one of those artists that, that the world has to look out for. He's going to be everywhere. You, you might as well... You might as well learn about the dude. You might as well go through the discography right now before it gets even bigger. And go go do your research. On top of just working with Jay-Z and Beyonce and writing songs for them, go, go look at who else he worked with. And then go listen to his music. His music is some of the best music out right now in the world. We're talking about an artist that, that doesn't, doesn't waste a bar. Takes his voice to, voice to so many places. And I could have picked so many songs, okay? His first project, Lucky Me. We got the song Lucky Me. We got the song Control that almost made the list. We got Do That Shit, the, the first song I've heard from Vori. We got 922. Oh, man, that, that song is a fun song. We got Tribe. We got Hold of Me. And we got Kentucky Derby. That's off a mixtape. All those songs are pretty much... Anywhere from 8.5 to 10 out of 10 songs, in my opinion. And then off his second mixtape, Say, he brought out Save Me Now, which is is beautiful. It's not even hip-hop. Then you got Stay, you got Selfish, you got it, and Misunderstood. He just he just does it, okay? He does it. But there are so many songs that, that could have made the list. In fact, I, I could have... I could have taken it a step further. I could have said that this is going to be a top 22 without Drake and Vori. I stand by that. What does that mean? We'll get to it. We'll get to it at the end of the episode again. There's a big reason why Drake isn't on this list. And it's it's relative to, to why Vori maybe shouldn't have made this list too. He has too many hits. Too many hits. Too many quality songs. You got it makes the list. Oh, man, just listen to it. Yo, this guy never misses. How does somebody never miss? Do you ever wonder that? How can someone never miss? Life isn't supposed to be like that. You, you shouldn't be that good. At number 12, we got Top Down on the Nuff by the Migos. Yes, the Migos. That They had to make the list. Now, now this song is, is off of culture, too. A project a lot of people didn't really fuck with. And I get it, right? I get it. You're, you're comparing this to, to Culture One. The, the expectations are through the roof. And here come the Migos giving you 40, 47 songs, pretty much, on this project. So, so you're damn right you're going to get ridiculed. If you can't, you can't step up to the plate. And a lot of people off the jump, off the initial listen, couldn't stand the project. Now, now I'm going to tell you something, okay? Listen, listen to Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. Now that it's been a couple years, try to listen to this project without the expectations. Okay, just listen to it for the music. And, and I, I guarantee that you will find gems, including this song right here, Top Down, on the Nuff. 
top down on the north. I think that's what they're trying to say again. It is so well done. It is, it is the Migos at their best. And you get to hear all three. Yes, all three. Do brilliant things. Quavo. We, we all know what Quavo can do on these hooks, right? At one point there, 2016, 2017, 2018. He, he was one of the hook kings in the world of music. Then you get Offset coming in at the halfway point. And he just punches into the beat. Not around the beat. Punches into it. He, he makes it completely different. Somehow, someway. But we're talking about Offset. He's one of my favorite technical rappers in hip-hop. Then to end things off on the song, you got Takeoff. Doing his thing in such a simple matter. His writing is terrific at the end. It works. The Migos do, do their part, all of them, on this song. And it's, and it's, in my opinion, their best song ever. After the Migos, we got Hookers. Yes, Hookers by Tierra Wack off of Wack World. Here's a story about Tierra Wack, okay? So, so I actually met her way back when. Way back when. I believe she had one song out on streaming services. And that was Mumbo Jumbo. And I happened to meet her at the Chicago airport while I was wearing a Packers cheese head. This is where the story gets kind of interesting, okay? So I'm sitting down and everyone in Chicago is looking at me because I'm wearing this cheese head. And of course I'm wearing this cheese head in Chicago, okay? Fuck Chicago. Fuck Chicago in the sports scene, okay? The people of Chicago, shout out to you. Anyways, everyone is looking at me. And I noticed that this one girl wearing all pink is looking at me too. And not in a way that she's checking me out. She, she's definitely just laughing at my fucking hat, okay? So I make eye contact with her. And it hits me. I'm like, yo, that's Tierra Whack. Tierra Whack. She, she released Mumbo Jumbo. I would say months before I went to Green Bay. And it's always been on repeat. It's a terrific song, and it sounds very unique. And I, I recognized her, so I, so I went up to her, and I said, Yo, are you Tierra Whack? And she said, Yeah. And we had a good conversation. She made fun of, my, fun of my hat. And she also said that I was the first person to recognize her at an airport. And she was also on her way to Vancouver to do a small show that I, I know nothing about. I haven't met one person in our city that went to that show. We're, we're talking about Tierra Whack here. What, what a phenomenal artist. Now, this song, Hookers, it's, it's unique. And her vocal performance is beautiful. It's a little bit of R&B. I hear little elements of jazz. It's, it's beautiful. And it's only one minute long. Why? Because it comes off the project Whack World. Yes, Whack World. You know about this thing, right, music fans? I hope you do. Okay, this project consists of, of 15 songs, and every song is a minute long. So if you have 15 minutes in your day, you get to listen to a project. That's, that's, that's like a short audible or, or a short podcast. It, it holds a lot of weight in a short amount of time. Do yourself a favor and listen to that. Yo, Tara Wack has... Oh man, she has she has so much potential and I think she's already reaching reaching a lot of it. The, the sky is truly the limit. A, a true individual who who is more confident 
than this lady. I don't know. I don't know. But she rocks it. She reminds me she reminds me of uh, of Missy Elliott. And again, I'm a new music fan, so I, I haven't been able to to go back in time and really dive into the impact of Missy Elliott, albeit a a little bit of info that I learned in a rap evolution or hip hop evolution documentary series on, on Netflix. But she really does remind me of Missy Elliott. She just has she has the musical genius. She has the personality. She has the confidence. Yo, again, again, the sky is the limit. We got Tierra Whack on the list. Yes, the list, the top 22 without Drake of all time. Of course, Tierra Whack is making the list. Let's carry on. Vancouver, Vancouver. We got Numb. Yes, Numb by Side, Tashale, Illy, Miniachi. All three of them do a terrific job. But Side, man, Side. My golly. Okay, my golly. What a performance. What a project. Now, Side starts the song off strong, really does. And he ends the song off. This, this song is long, right? I guess a four-minute song or a four-and-a-half-minute song is considered long now. But at the end of the song, Side adds in adds in a verse that, that, is, that is so well done. And, and again, we're talking about Vancouver. When songs like this are made, I'm going to say this for the third time. I might say this for the fourth time. When, when, when songs like this are made in your city, how do you not get fired up? How do you not get fired up? These are your people doing magnificent things. And that's hard to do in this city. Numb, it sounds very Vancouver too. Of course, yes, of course, it's making the list. After Numb, we got Real Friends by Kanye West and Ty Dolla Sign off the project The Life of Pablo. Is it safe to say that this is one of the most underrated projects in the last five years? And I know a lot of people love it, but shouldn't it be shouldn't it be at the top when, when again we're talking about the top projects in the last five years? Now this song, Real Friends, it relates to me a lot, okay? It really does. I go through the bars and it it sounds as if it's a song that, that really does speak to me. I'm a deadbeat cousin. Fuck family reunions. I'm not gonna rap. What am I doing, yo? What am I going to do? Rap? Start rapping the song? I'm telling you, though. This song speaks to me. And just the term real friends, right? Outside of the, the verses, and again, the storytelling, and again, the, the connectivity that I, that I feel within the bars of the song, the, the real message about your real friends is, is so powerful, especially to those who are who are doing this outside 8 to 4, chasing Chasing whatever you're chasing type shit. You really need those people, unfortunately, outside your family. And it's nothing against your family. Family will always be first. Always be first. Family is the most important thing in life. But once again, when you're, when you're, when you're living this, this bizarre life outside your eight to four, chasing whatever you're chasing, you really need to rely on those people in your studio, those people on your team, your real friends. How many of them? You know what I'm saying? This song's beautiful. This song is, is, yeah, obviously one of my favorite songs ever. That's why I made the list. Kanye West, Ty Dolla Sign. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. I heard that Ty Dolla Sign, and this is according to the Joe Budden podcast, is releasing a project or has submitted his project. 
I think the dude is elite. He's elite. Such a talented individual. Does his thing on the song. Again, beautiful. Everyone go listen to it, okay? And listen to the life of Pablo again. I know Kanye. I know Kanye strikes a chord. But you got to be able to separate the music from the artist, right? You do, especially when it's this good. The life of Pablo is fantastic. Let's carry on. After Real Friends, we got OOK by Gunna, Young Thug, and Lil Baby. This song to me, it's it's very important, right? We're talking about two generations amongst three artists collaborating. Without Young Thug, do we get a Gunna? Do we get a Lil Baby? Do we get a lot of... These new artists in hip-hop. I don't know. I don't know. Young Thug just paved the way for for all these different sounds. He, he allowed a lot of people to, to turn their voices into instruments. And just work with unbelievable production. And to take songs to another level. Yo, do, do you remember when Young, Young Thug came to Vancouver at Breakout? That's that's life right there. Now, oh, okay, it is. Oh man, it's one of those songs, man. It, it's repeat value. It is right up there. Has you moving in the whip, and, and even even outside of, of the technical aspects of the song, the, the song does have a story. Okay, for a lot of people, if you followed this song, you would have noticed that it was actually taken down on these streaming services for quite some time. For some reason. For some reason. And then it came back. And then my life felt normal again. We got OOK once again by Gunna, Lil Baby, and Young Young Thug on the list. It had to be there. There there could have been so many Young Thug songs too, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Shout out Young Thug, man. You, You know why I fuck with Young Thug? And it has to do with what's coming up next on the list, okay? And I've said this before. Young Thug allowed me. To really appreciate music in which I knew none of the lyrics. None of the lyrics. After OOK, we got K Pretendus or K Pretende by J Balvin and Bad Bunny off of Oasis. Now, we talked about some of my favorite projects of all time. This right here is one of them, Oasis. Now, the other two, right? Astro World and Anti or Anti, I'm sorry. They do different things for me, okay? Astroworld, it, it has me dreaming. It has me working. It has me inspired. Anti, that just has me amazed at the production, the writing, the performances throughout the whole project. I'm just amazed at, at how talented Rihanna and, and her team are. Now, with, with Oasis, It does something else to me, okay? It actually makes me emotional. That's how powerful music is. And it makes me emotional because it brings me back to to a moment in my life where I probably was at peak happiness. I was around around my best friends just living our best life in South America. Yes, I, I was in South America at the peak of this album, okay? That, that is, that's a different type of living, baby. And that's just the truth. I'm going to repeat myself. I was in South America at the peak of the project that J Balvin and Bad Bunny created. 
That's living. That's living. How does music do it? How does music take you back in time? Makes no sense. It makes no sense. How does it have you feel those same feelings? How do I listen to this song and and immediately jump back into a club surrounded by beautiful, beautiful South American women? How? 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 Again, this shit has me emotional. Makes you miss your friends. Go listen to Oasis. It, it sounds it sounds perfect. It sounds different. And again, you're working with two of the biggest artists in the world. You're, you're going to get something phenomenal. You're going to get a couple songs that stick. And quite possibly a song that may, may just happen to find its way on your top list of all time. Okay? Okay? Jeez Louise. Let, let's get to number 18. At number 18, we got 1942 by Party Next Door. Off of Party Next Door 3. I just love the writing on the song. I love the the performance. The performance is such a such a key point to point out. Party Next Door is just feeling himself behind the mic. You you actually feel as if you're you're in the studio with him while he's on this song. And we know the deal with Party, right? He's elite. We talked highly of Vori. Now, Party's been around a lot longer than Vori. So maybe people don't... Don't consider him. Don't consider him someone that, that still has a lot of potential to reach. But let's be honest. Let's be real. We're talking about Party Next Door. This guy has the capability of being one of the biggest artists in the world. And he, he might already be there considering that, you know, he did did work on... A song like Work and so many others. So many others. That's B shit. That, that really is. That really is. If we if we even fast forward from 1942 and just look at what he did this year with Party Mobile. And a song. A song like Savage Anthem. In fact, I would compare Savage Anthem really closely to 1942. Just, just the way. Just the way Party writes these songs and and just and just is such a savage with it he really is straight to the point yo straight to the point i fuck with the song heavy man i fuck with the song heavy it's at number 18 let's move on at 19 we got majid jordan with gave your love away off of the project a very underrated project the space between i love this song obviously it made the list this song has me dancing this song has me has me going back to 2017. Again, a year full of drinking, full of partying, full of doing my thing. Including, you know, giving love away. I feel as if a lot of people do that, right? We give love away. It is what it is. Life is long. You got to do what you got to do. Now, with it being such a sentimental track, lyrically, they somehow make it into a, (laughs) they make it into a vibe. They make it into a dance track. Okay, imagine Jordan, right? Responsible. Responsible for a lot of great music. Right? Uh, off their self-titled debut way back when, 2016. A lot of bangers on there. And then Hold On, We're Coming Home with Drake. I mean, that that's probably that's probably one of the songs of the decade. If you make a list of uh, 150. I guarantee a lot of people would have that song up there. These two are talented, talented, deserve a a lot more limelight. 
Yet it is what it is. They get what they get. And they still find a way to make great music. With that being said, this song came out in 2017. Haven't been listening to much, much of them since. Yet they found a way to make the list, okay? I'm looking at this song at number 19. And I'm telling myself, it, it was one of the last songs that, that made the list. And, and this list was hard to make. I was stressing about this. Once again, it's fucking Tuesday. And this episode is coming out. This list was hard, man. Should this song have made the list? I think so. I think so. Hey, listen to it. Vibe to it, okay? Live your life to it. At number 19, we got Gave Your Love Away. At number 20, we got another one of those songs that has you thinking. Has you thinking. Yes, thanking the city of Vancouver. Something Else For You by McAvoy. You listen to this. You're from the city. Again, you ask yourself, how is it possible that this is made by someone in your city? This song is vital too in McAvoy's career. I feel as if you you got the switch. You got the evolution or one of the evolutions in McAvoy's career with this track. So well written. So well written. This is one of those songs that I used to show so many people when they were always asking about this thing called Vancouver music. What do you mean people in this city make music? You, you haven't heard of McAvoy? L- listen to this. And then you show them this and, and it gives them hope. In the music that comes out of this city. That's how fucking good this song is. Again, we're talking about the top 22 without Drake. These songs are bangers. We're talking about nine and a halfs and tens. Fuck that. We're talking about tens. We're talking about the best 22 without Drake. Come on. McAvoy, something else for you. Was obviously making the list. At number 21, we got Mac Miller with Small Worlds. Beautiful. Beautiful song. Rest in peace, Mac. Swimming. Yeah, it's in my top five projects of all time. Uh, Most impactful projects for sure. Listen to it a ton. I just loved. uh, Can I say loved? Because I was about to say I I love the poetry, the words throughout the album. And just just to have Mac pass away. Within what? Within a year of this project coming out made me feel kind of different about the project. You feel closer to it. A lot of it makes more sense. But it's also more sad. It's art. It's it's these artists, yo. They really pour their souls into their work. The real ones. The good ones. Small worlds. I feel as if everyone can relate to this song. And everyone should listen to this song. And it, it will humble you. And it is so well done. Let's take it a step further. You know that thing, right? Tiny Desk Series. Or, or those Tiny Desk Concerts, I should say. Go listen to Mac Miller's. He performs this song. It's, it's a lot better than, than the one off the album, which is hard to do. And the one off the album is good. But, but to see him do it, quote-unquote, live, is something else. Powerful song. Humbling song. Number 21. Of all time, yes, of all time, on a list that doesn't include Drake. And at number 22, we got What's In Your Heart by Sway Lee off of Shrem Life 3. Now, earlier, I I did tell you that there's only one song on this list that that comes from 2020, and and that's Guilty Conscience. And this song right here, even though it didn't come out this year in 2020, it, it is when I started listening to it. 
for some reason, it took me two years to, to, to really appreciate the art behind this song. And it may be because I've been listening to more, more stuff like Tame Impala or just stuff that's from the 80s, like UB40. Because this song right here, it does remind me of some UB40. It's some different type of music. It's not your ordinary Sway Lee. It's not hip-hop. Yet Sway Lee, we all know this, is a brilliant musician who still has a lot of potential to reach. He does his thing with this song. It's written completely in metaphors. It, it can be... It can be interpreted many ways. Many, many ways. And that's the beautiful thing about thing about fantastic songs, right? It, it can be taken so many, so many different ways. And Sway Lee, let's talk about this, right? And this is a good way to end it. End the conversation about the list. I am always fascinated around, around the conversation about who's up next or... Who is going to, who is going to take over Drake's spot? Who's going to be in the top five? When are, when are Drake and Kendrick and J. Cole, I don't even know if J. Cole's there anymore. When are they going to get off, off the mantle and who's up next? We talked about two artists there, right? We talked about Party Next Door and now we're talking about Sway Lee. They've already been around for quite some time, yet I still believe they have so much potential and so much more of an audience to grab onto. We also talked about 070 Shake, Tierra Whack. We talked about Vori. I think very highly of those three. Who's another artist? We, we, we didn't even get to we didn't even get to mention Beam. Beam. He he didn't make the list. But he's another one. Who who potentially can get there to the top. And why does the top matter? I, I think for competition's sake, right? And for something just new. For something new. Can Sway Lee get all the way up there? Can Party Next Door do it? Can Vori do it? Can Tierra do it? Can 070 do it? Can Beam do it? I hope so. I hope so. And you know why? You know why? Because I'm tired. I'm tired of Drake, okay? I'm tired of Drake. I really am. Okay, let's end off the episode with a couple questions. I'll give you some answers. Man, oh man, that was the top 22 of all time without Drake. I hope you enjoyed it. Do yourself a favor and go get the list, okay? And listen to it and critique it, conversate about it. Do whatever you want. It's a special list and I and I guarantee, yes, guarantee you'll get something from it. So why didn't Drake make the list? I, I couldn't do it because <laughs> there, there, there'd be too much Drake on the list. The dude's been around for so long. And I get it. I get it. In 2020, people have have thrown their thrown their ridicule t- towards Drake. There's some doubt there now. People are demanding a classic project. People aren't fucking with songs like Grease. People aren't liking the fact that he's just giving Lil Yachty a feature. People aren't aren't really messing with the drill music. Blah blah blah. People are are finally doubting Drake. And it's going to happen. You've been around for that long. That's one thing. To be at the top for that long. That's another. That's another. Now my question is, is is that good for hip-hop? Does that make it a little stale? And this question is coming from someone who doesn't know much about music. I'm just fascinated by the fact that somebody could be at the top for that long. And 
And you can't blame, you can't blame Drake. This guy just puts out hits. Puts out quality music. Quality music. Let, let's be honest. Let's be real. Again, there's a reason why he didn't make the list. Puts out too many hits. How, how could I make an honest list? How could I make a top 22 of all time without having four Drake songs? Without having five Drake songs? Without having six, possibly? Had to do it another way. I also didn't put Drake on the list because I, I already have a, a top 22 Drake special coming out. Coming out near the, near the time that Drake releases his project, okay? Okay, that's going to be a fun episode too. He gets his own list. Let other people have the limelight, Drake. That's the reasoning behind Drake not making this list. The top 22 of all time without Drake. Who is going to dethrone Drake? Who's going to do it? I'm curious. Or maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't step off the throne for, for, for another year. Or for another year after that. Who knows, man? Who knows? He's been around for so long that it gets to a point where you can't... You can't doubt him. He'll go away when he wants to go away. Maybe he's that great. Again, we talked about it with Vori. It's similar to Drake. How, how do these artists barely miss? And I say barely in Drake's case, because I do think he's missed a couple times this year. I really do. I really do. I thought that Yachty feature was just complete ass. Some of the other stuff is just... It's just blah. You know? Just a little average. But that being said, it's, it's Drake, right? It's Aubrey. This guy's just... He's being him, and rightfully so. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. But like I said before, the, the, the pressure in some capacity is on now. The, the music world is, I'm going to use the word demand. Yes, demanding a classic project. I'm really curious to see what happens after that. It doesn't have to be great for his career to be amongst the best when we're talking about musicians of all time. And again, my name's Kyle Bowen. Haven't been listening to music for a long time, but if you just look at the math, it doesn't matter what career we're talking about. It could be music. It could be an athlete. It could be a fucking doctor. It could be a garbage man. If you're at the top for over a decade, and we're talking the top, the top, number one or number two, and in most cases, number one, you are one of the best of all time. The best of all time. Because that's a long time. 10, 11 years. So he doesn't have to deliver a classic album to be, to be up there. But I do believe he has to, he has to deliver one to, to shut, up, shut up the haters of today. Or the critics of today. Or maybe he has to do it because 2020 hasn't really been that great or phenomenal for music and rightfully so it's 2020 well, what really is happening in 2020 it's a bit of a write-off it really is it really is next question we got we got a couple more here for myself why do i make a playlist why have i done it every sunday for 22 oh sorry 222 straight weeks why 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 what's the point buddy you haven't made it yet you still live with your parents you still make a playlist look what's going on do something else I think it's because I think it's because I'm addicted. 
Okay, they say if you do something 21 times in a row, you're addicted. Imagine what happens when you do it 222 times in a row. I'm beyond addiction. This this is just a part of life. Now, now to go on top of that, music is is vital in my life. I believe music, once again, is the most, most powerful form of inspiration. For so many reasons. Beyond the context, beyond the magnificence of a, of a song. Just the fact that you're able to... You're able to acquire pockets of inspiration, pockets of quote-unquote energy whenever you want. It's powerful if you use it the right way. And I, I, I do believe I use it the right way. Always going on these walks, always discovering new music. And new music is so important. Beyond just listening to music in general, if you find new music, you want to talk about an, an enhancement in finding inspiration, bro. New music, come on, new art, it can do a lot. Do a lot for the human mind. I'm a firm believer in that. So I'll never stop. I'll never stop making playlists. Again, 222 weeks in a row. Come on. Come on. I also have a lot of fun with it. Why not make a playlist and have it. Have it supply. Supply you with some juice. For the rest of the week. Why not give it to the followers too. I do it for the followers too. A lot of people do listen to the playlist. Alright. They may not. Listen to me talk about it. They may, not, they may not care about my opinions about Vancouver or the Vancouver Canucks or whatever else I talk about. But they, they, they fuck with the fact that for 222 straight weeks, they can wake up on Sunday and just get a new playlist of 22 songs. That's something. That's something. That's something that I do. Do I have another question here? Oh, how do I make the playlist? How have I done it for 222 consecutive weeks? There, there are many methods, okay? Some involve research. Some involve me waking up at six in the morning, sitting on the toilet and just making a playlist. Some involve me taking songs from some, from all my plugs. That's the thing. You make playlists for this long. You're known as a playlist, dude. You get songs sent to you all the time. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. It really is. And in most cases, in 2020... I feel as if I've made the, the playlist in the most efficient manner ever, okay? So I'm taking songs that are sent to me, and I'm also taking songs that have been played around me. It's really embodied this posted up mentality, okay? I'm posted up here, and this person is showing me this song. Okay, it's, it may make the list. I'm posted up here, and somebody sent me a song. It may make the list. It's just, it just working. It's working. It makes my life a lot easier. How else do I make the list? How else? I don't know. I don't know. It's just a playlist. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. This is the hardest thing in the world. I should be applauded. No, I shouldn't be applauded. It's just what I do. It's the posted up playlist. 22 every Sunday been happening for 222 consecutive weeks. Now we spent an hour talking about it. Normally these episodes are what, 20 minutes long? And we happen to ramble about it for an hour. Look, I don't know who's going to be listening to this, but I really do appreciate it. The best part about this whole episode is, once again, it was about the playlist. So go follow it. Go follow the playlist on Spotify. Post it up. And change your life, yo. 22 every Sunday. 22 every Sunday. And let's keep talking about music, baby. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep doing it. Subscribe to the network. No episode of Loki tomorrow. We'll have Meanwhile in Canada. Two dumbasses talking about Canada on Thursday. With Trevor Beggs and myself, Kyle Bowen. Always a fun show. And we'll be back. Yes, we'll be back with Connect the Dots on Sunday with a new playlist. Hey, that's it. That, that's a moment right there. That's a moment.
Just listen to the playlist. It's, it's a beautiful thing. My name, Kyle Bowen. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. Oh, wait, hold up, hold up. Before I get out of here, I- I'm putting this playlist on-, on Apple Music, okay? It's coming back to Apple Music. I gotta do it for the people. I know I talk a lot of shit about Apple Music, and, and rightfully so. It kind of does suck. But now, you're able to-, to share the link on your feed. That makes a huge difference. A huge difference in the game plan here. So, yes, the playlist will be on Apple Music now. And that's it. I got to get out of here. Talking for way too long. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Peace.